Develop your students' digital organizational skills, e-files, e-binders, and e-portfolios. Learn strategies and digital tools that your students can use to effectively and efficiently organize their class materials and share their achievements. As educators, we know how important student organization is to their educational success. Traditionally, we have helped our students learn to organize papers in folders and three-ring binders, and for younger students, we even help them organize the materials in their desks and lockers. We also know how important it is for them to collect exemplars of their work so they can reflect upon, share, and celebrate their learning growth. With an increase in tech-empowered classrooms and remote learning environments, this need to teach students best practices for organizing their classwork, resources, and finished projects and performances now extends to the digital realm. For students to learn these best practices, we need to be intentional in teaching them strategies and tools for managing their digital materials. We cannot assume that students will figure it out for themselves, so we need to provide direct instruction as well as model these best practices for our students. This instruction can be integrated into other digital study skill lessons, such as helping students to manage their digital environment, establish a study space and routine, develop time management skills, and develop their growth mindset. Strategies and digital tools that students can use to manage their many digital materials are included below. These strategies are platform and device agnostic. They are written with the older student as the intended audience, so you may share them directly with your students. To teach your younger students these skills, you can reference these strategies and resources to design age-appropriate lessons and materials. In fact, these digital organization strategies and tools are also useful to educators as we manage and share our many digital resources and materials. Consider sharing these convenient summary flyers with your students and families. Organize your materials, e-files. Organize your materials, e-binders. Share your learning, e-portfolios. Best practices and digital tools to effectively organize your materials. First, manage your e-files. As a learner, you will be collecting, creating, and sharing many files for your different classes. When you create a strong organizational system for storing these files, you will then be able to locate and access them more quickly. Some essential skills for this include creating and naming files, creating and naming folders, organizing files and folders, and searching for files and folders. Best practices for managing your digital files. First, use file naming conventions. Use unique and descriptive titles for all files, and select titles that reflect the file's content so you won't have to open the file to know what is in it. Also be consistent in naming your files. For example, add the class in brackets at the end of the file name, and consider using keywords that will aid you in searching for the files later. Second, create and organize folders. Develop an organizational structure. For example, create a folder for each of your classes with subfolders for each chapter or unit, although avoid creating too many folder layers. Name the folders so they appear in a logical order. One, two, three comes before ABC in the listing order of files and folders. If you are using numbers that will go double digits, place a zero in front of the single digit number. So for example, use zero one to avoid 11 being listed before the one. You can also leverage this ordering system to name folders and files in a manner that best suits your needs. For example, you could number the folders to appear in the order of your class periods. 
Make folders so that you can quickly scan for them. For example, use concise folder names and add colors to folders. Make a habit of placing your materials in these folders as you gather and create them. Save all your files to this folder system. Include files shared with you by others and avoid keeping some files on your device and some on your cloud drive. Store them all in your cloud drive. Routinely clean out your files that you're certain you will no longer need. If at all uncertain, keep the file. And number three, use search and or filter features to locate files and folders. Leverage the search tools available to locate files on your device or cloud storage, use keywords in your search, and use filter options to narrow your search by owner, file type, date, etc. And bonus tip, if your files are in cloud storage like Google Drive or Microsoft OneDrive, you can also bookmark or favorite them to give yourself another quick access point. See the Organize Your Materials e-files flyer for more details. Number two, create and use e-binders. Along with developing a file system, another way to organize your digital resources is to create an e-binder. Using an e-binder allows you to collect and organize all your materials in a manner that best serves your learning needs, since organization of materials in the e-binder is not restricted to an alphabetical order. Depending upon the e-binder tool you use, you can include digital text, images, audio, and or videos, as well as pictures or recordings of your offline work. By collecting your materials in an e-binder, you will then be better able to revisit these resources to aid you when recollecting, reflecting, and sharing your learning. Essential skills for the e-binders include selecting an e-binder tool, creating and organizing an e-binder, using an e-binder to collect, recollect, and reflect on the learning journey. Best practices for creating and using e-binders. First, select a digital e-binder tool. Explore your options and select a tool that best suits your device and learning needs. Popular tools for e-binders include Google Sites, Microsoft OneNote, Google Slides, Microsoft PowerPoint, Google Keep, and Seesaw. For more tool ideas, see these recommendations from Common Sense Education. Use templates to save you setup time. Here are some templates to get you started. Google Sites and Microsoft OneNote Avid Templates, Google Slides and Microsoft PowerPoint Slides Mania Templates. Second, set up an organizational system. Develop an organizational structure. For example, create an e-binder for each class with sections for each chapter or unit. Alternatively, you can use one e-binder with a section for each class that has pages for each chapter or unit. For your pages, set up a consistent layout that supports your learning needs. For example, design a layout that includes placeholders for the learning question, target objective, your notes, class documents, your learning artifacts, and your reflection. Third, use the eBinder to collect, recollect, and reflect on your learning journey. Make a habit of placing and organizing all your materials into the eBinder as you gather and create them. Routinely revisit the materials in your e-binder as you study. The more times you revisit and interact with your learning materials, the better your brain will recall your new knowledge and skills. Reference these materials as you apply your new skills. Use the e-binder to also reflect upon your learning journey. It is most powerful to reflect on both the process and the product of your learning. What are your key learning takeaways? What study strategies did you leverage that worked for you? What can you do differently and improve upon next time? See the Organization Your Materials eBinder flyer for more details. 
And third, create and share ePortfolios. An ePortfolio is a collection of your finished projects and or performances that provides evidence of your knowledge and skills. ePortfolios can show your growth over time and be used to reflect upon your learning journey. They can also be shared with family, employers, or colleges to celebrate or highlight your achievements. Many of the same digital tools and strategies for eBinders can be applied to ePortfolios. The main difference is that the eBinder is used to support your studying and learning, while the ePortfolio is intended to be shared with others to highlight your achievements, also known as your wow work. Essential skills for the ePortfolios include selecting an ePortfolio tool, creating and effectively designing an ePortfolio, and using the ePortfolio to highlight, share, and reflect upon your best work. Best Practices for Creating and Using ePortfolios First, select a digital ePortfolio tool. Explore your options and select a tool that best highlights your projects and performances that demonstrates your knowledge and skills. Many of the same eBinder tools can also be used for ePortfolios, such as Google Sites, Microsoft OneNote, Google Slides, Microsoft PowerPoint, and Seesaw. For more tool ideas, see these recommendations from Common Sense Education. Number two, set up and design your ePortfolio. Consider your intended purpose and audience. For example, your art ePortfolio to share as part of your virtual gallery walk for open house will most likely need to be designed and organized differently than the ePortfolio you submit as part of your college application. Select a title, font style, layout, and color theme that reflects your purpose. Use these color styles consistently throughout the ePortfolio. Develop an organizational structure that will highlight your work. For example, create a table of contents or navigation bar that links to sections or pages for each type of project or performance. Include an introduction of both yourself and the purpose of your ePortfolio. For each project performance page, include a title, your best work, and an explanation or reflection statement. Incorporate hyperlinks and multimedia, text, images, audio, and or video that best highlights your work. Seek feedback from peers, teachers, and family. Add them as editors to leave comments and suggestions. Revise and polish your ePortfolio. And third, publish and share your ePortfolio. Share your finished ePortfolio with your intended audience. Use your ePortfolio to also reflect upon your learning and develop your growth mindset. It is most powerful to reflect on both the process and the product of your learning. How have your knowledge and skills grown over time? What strategies did you leverage that worked for you? What can you do differently and improve upon next time? What are your next steps to continue developing your skills or knowledge? What are your future goals for using these skills? See the Share Your Learning ePortfolios flyer for more details.